Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Neighborhood Conversations, where we invite inclusive people um, who are doing amazing things in community. Um, it's a pleasure to be in your neighborhood today, whether I'm in your car, whether I'm at your house, wherever am I, um, wherever you're going to listen to this podcast, it's a pleasure um, to be in your listening ear today. Um, today, we have the amazing opportunity to actually have opportunity place uh, uh, with us using the word opportunity. Um, we have um, the executive director, Sarah, and also um, um colleagues um, who Charlene who's the school liaison um, with opportunity place under Nova Scotia works um, and so we have the amazing opportunity to have friends I call them um, a part of this conversation today welcome Sarah and Charlene how are you both doing thank you we're doing well that's good awesome. that's good that's good Thanks that's good us. Thank no problem. It's a cloudy day in um, Nova Scotia right now. I think we're expecting some snow um, and all that good stuff. So hopefully we we, we actually get through this conversation before the snow starts. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say anything is possible in Nova Scotia. <laughs> nothing we have nothing we haven't seen before. No, nothing we haven't seen before. Um, it's really good to welcome you both to the conversation um, on the neighborhood, and it's really good to um, bring inspiration of what um, you folks are doing at Opportunity Place. And so, I want to I want to start with tell us a little bit about yourself. That's the, always the mock interview question um, when you're interviewing <laughs> someone. So, tell us a bit about yourself um, and share a light about your roles at the organization. Um, I'll start with you, um, Shar, and then I'll go to Sarah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm Charlene Tasco. I am what you call a Nova Scotia Works School Liaison, uh, the title that is given to me and I think 18 or 19 colleagues across, across the province. Uh, we work directly in high schools. I think at last count, we cover about 63 schools in total, uh, and the program is growing. It is a partnership between um, Labor and Skills and Immigration and Department of Education. Um, I my role is directly in high schools. I am at one currently, and uh, I have three of them. And I do everything related to career development, so career exploration, uh, goal setting, uh, labor market information, employability skills, which include interviewing and um, resumes and cover letters and all that good stuff. Wow, that's really important. Um, thank you so much, Shara, for sharing that. Sarah, go ahead. I'm going to add one thing to Charlene's job description. Charlene is a connector. <laughs> if it's outside the purview of her services, she will find the right person to support that individual. So I think she's she does an amazing job. I just want to say that. Yeah. Um, huge asset to our organization. Um, I moved into the executive director position with Opportunity Place back in January of last year. So it's been a year in the role. Um, I've been with the organization, though, going on, I think we're on 17 or 18 years. I've lost track, to be completely honest. Um, I started when I was 10. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. It's right. Um, so... My role, obviously, is uh, around the administration and management of all of our projects. Um, I support the team 
and making sure that staff have the tools and resources they need to do the good work that they do. Um, I help to foster relationships with all of our stakeholders, whether it's our funders, whether it's community, you know, whether it's employers or job seekers, whatever that looks like. Um, I like to consider Opportunity Place, although we are Nova Scotia Works Employment Services Centre and part of that network, I like to consider us a community hub. Mm. Um, we do a lot of different things. Um, we've been in the community for a number of years now. We were first first started back in uh, July of 2001, I believe it was. Um, so we've, we're, we're, we're a hub. We are sort of a go-to for the community of Sackville and the surrounding areas, Bedford, Tantallon, Beaverbank, um, Lucasville, Mount Uniac, you name it. And uh, we that's, that's the approach that we take to our work. That's really important. And I really love that you say a community hub, um, bringing community together, sharing lots of, of, of building relationships, like you mentioned, keywords, um, and, and sharing all of the programs and services um, to better um, the communities and individuals. Um, talking about community hub, um, what is Opportunity Place? And can you share um, some of the services you have offered um, to offer, I, I would say, at the organization? Um, so Sarah, I'll start with you. And then mm-hmm. if Charlene has a light to add on, then we'll go from there. Yeah, for sure. So we started off as a local resource center and our services have sort of broadened and expanded since that time. So as a Nova Scotia Work Center, we provide um, a, a standard menu of services that are available across the province at other centers. So we do a one-on-one employment support through career practitioners. We have a career counselor on site. Um, we do job development where we assist in liaising with employers and helping to facilitate matches with our job seekers. We do workshop delivery on a variety of topics from resumes, cover letters, career planning, all the way up to a series of webinars that we do around, um, you know, counseling topics, stress management, self-esteem, confidence, those types of, um, those types of topics. Um, And we, we work with employers, which is a fairly newer add-on to the Nova Scotia Work Services. We support employers with their recruitment and retention needs. Um, It's a huge challenge in the Nova Scotia labor market right now. So that's a a service that is in high demand. Um, And as part of that, we offer opportunities for employers to develop their skills. So we do a series of webinars and learning opportunities for employers to help them when it comes to the areas of diversity and inclusion, how to recruit talent, how to do a job description well, um, you know, and and, and how to retain that talent once you find it. Mm. And for smaller businesses, obviously helping them tap into things like wage subsidies and hiring incentives, that those financial supports that are they're so important. Um, in addition to Nova Scotia Works, we have a project called Pathways to Prosperity, where we're supporting local early childhood educators in achieving the uh, their level two certification through the um, RPL process. There's a structured an exam and interview process that's quite intimidating for folks who are going through that process, and our yeah. programs help them help them prepare for that. Um, we do practice exams, practice interviews with them, study skills. We also give them access to, to technology and other supports like a learning library, so they have everything they need to get prepared and to hopefully maximize the likelihood that they're going to be successful. Um, And then our other project that's fairly new is it's a a partnership with the uh, Center for Employment Innovation and the province. It's called Collective Impact for Inclusive Youth Employment. Um, We call it Vision. That's kind of the tag that we've called it. And it's an opportunity for us to place eight underrepresented youth in the community with local employers and, you know, to help them secure employment in long-term sustainable positions. The subsidy started off at two years in length for these participants, and then we're hoping that the employers will be retained them beyond that period. Wow. So that's just a 
quick overview. And I guess the latest, newest thing that we're doing is we have a, um, a community uh, pantry and fridge in our, in our center, yeah. Yeah. Um, which is helping to address, you know, some of the local food insecurity challenges that, um, that residents are seeing. So we have it based on a donation basis. It's also supported by our board as needed when donations are low, but it's just a pantry that people can stop in and access, access food if they need it. Wow, that's that's really really important. Um, um, I I I would say you're definitely community hub for sure. Um, <laughs> We're when trying. It comes on, when it comes down to that, and and little pieces bit by bit makes a difference and stuff like that. Charlene, do you have anything to add on? Um, or did did, did Sarah cover it all? Well, she certainly covered a lot. That opportunity place, the the regular services. Um, that are delivered by Nova Scotia Works in the center. She, she hit on all those and um, might I add, she's doing it brilliantly since she became the executive director. She is um, she's a force to be reckoned with and I'm really proud to be associated with her. So I will say that. <laughs> Thank you, Sharon. Um, in terms of any additional things that I do, while I am um, probably 95% in the schools. Um, I do provide services um, outside of the regular school year and hours when necessary. So I will um, facilitate groups uh, for students and for families and mentors um, in terms of, uh, there's a, a, a program that I am trained in and I help to uh, train others. It's called Let's Talk Careers. Um, through the Department of Education, and uh, it helps to start career conversations with youth. So I can deliver that virtually and in person. And I also do March break camps. So um, I will be starting to put everything together. I'm happy that this year we can actually do it in person. So I I will have spots for um, up to 10 youth in the center who can come and I feed them. We play some games that kind of drive home, you know, the, the, all the different lessons uh, related to, uh, you know, how to uh, start career exploration, how to, how to use the tools that are online. If you're somebody that's just wants to go look at it on your own, um, going to help them, you know, increase their skills. Hopefully that's right. kind of the goal um, and their knowledge and awareness of, you know, what it takes to be prepared for the work world. Mm-hmm. Um, something that's not totally covered. It's certainly not mandatory in our public school system. Um, so I'm happy to contribute to that. And I do some summer programming as well. So I work all year round, um, not just for the, um, in the, during the school year. Um, and I go into classrooms and I arrange other guest speakers and career fairs and mini job fairs and all those good things as well. Oh, wow. That, that's really good. And, and that, it's all about the engaging pieces um, that mm-hmm. you both bring in, in, in stuff like that. How important is, is community building when, when engaging with, um, I would say, with clients, with people in community? How important is, is that for your organization? Um, Sarah, I'll let you go first and then let Char... <laughs> Go on. Yeah. We're going to take a quick break to listen to some Nova Scotia Works client stories. I look forward to my family security in the future. That's the main goal. 
as a father. The empowerment from changing careers has really just made me want to get out of bed in the morning. I'm looking forward to growing my business. So I want to hire people like I was hired. I want to give guys that chance. Il me fait plaisir de continuer à travailler avec les immigrants francophones en Nouvelle-Écosse. I am looking forward to the financial freedom that I never had before. And now back to the podcast. It's been a huge priority for us. And it's it's always a work in progress because we're always looking at ways to do it better. Yeah. I think, you know, we have a core menu of services, but the approach to delivery can be adapted based on the needs of an individual and based on the needs of a community. And so we never assume that yeah. we have this previous knowledge of what community needs are. Yeah. So for us, community consultation is key. We need to build those relationships and those relationships take work. You don't just yeah. go into a community and assume that you, you know, here's what we're going to offer and here's, and you're going to need it. Um, you know, that, that, that's not an effective way to yeah. offer services and it's not an effective way to build rapport and relationships with community. And being where we are in Sackville, we'd have a lot of surrounding communities that are more rural that don't have, um, you know, as reliable access to transportation as other regions in Metro. And so we do a lot of outreach in community because, you know, essentially we have to kind of go where the individuals are because they have difficulty getting to us. And although virtual is another asset in our service delivery, we still have clients who prefer that in-person approach. And if that's their preference, we like to try to offer that to them. So staff are out consistently, constantly. They're at events, um, opportunities to meet folks, to increase our visibility and build awareness around what we do but they're also sort of in community to meet clients where they are build rapport they're at you know the community center in um in lucasville for example we do outreach at the tantalan library char does outreach there as well Um, we do outreach at the sackville library we're starting outreach in fall river next month um so staff are on the road consistently and they, they love the work because it gives them a chance to see the day-to-day impact of, mm-hmm. of, of those efforts and the difference that it makes to people. Yeah. They hear stories about the community. Um, they learn about the roots of community. Um, they see face-to-face, you know, some of the, the, the communities that they're supporting. And it really gives them some ownership over the work. They see the value. They see the benefit. Um, and uh, it really helps to motivate them in the work that they do. And it helps to form the ideas. My staff come to me with a lot of ideas around program and delivery options. We're brainstorming all the time. So having that firsthand knowledge, they bring great things to the table that helps us to develop programming that's really relevant and responsive. Um, So I would say it's, it's crucial to to the work that we do. Yeah. Wow. Really? That's really good. Thanks for sharing, Sarah. Um, Shar, do you have anything to add um, to the tall that Sarah has mentioned? Community building is everything. Um, Relationship building is everything. Oh, yeah. And Sackville is a a unique community um, and and the surrounding um, areas as well. Like, you can't just think that you can, like Sarah mentioned, um, just do everything in in sort of a cookie-cutter approach to career development services. You've really got to meet the people where they are and that just doesn't doesn't just mean physical location, but it 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 means that there's so much diversity in terms of socioeconomic backgrounds and um, uh, disabilities and cultures and um, gender identities. Like we have a very rich um, um, 
just so many equity groups that we need to pay attention to. And um, I'm just going to say that I think that Opportunity Place does an amazing job of um, reaching the goals and striving for better every single day. Wow. I think that's one of the things it does as well is we never assume we're done learning. Learning's an ongoing, it's constant. And yeah. uh, we embrace those experiences for sure. And Absolutely. yeah, learning is really important. It keeps you growing and keeps you evolving and innovating to the next level. And that's really good that you actually do that. Um, I want to say um, I see lots of ways of meeting people where they are um, and accommodation. How do you define accommodation um, when when connecting with people, Shar, um, I'll, I'll go. I'll start with you, and then hmm. and then go to Sarah. How how do you define accommodation when meeting people where they are? Yeah. Um, I'd say the first thing I do is I don't make any preconceived uh, judgments or assumptions. So, um, every single youth that I come into contact with is uh, a unique being um, in my space and I take the time to get to know them and make sure that I create a safe space um, and understand because I have an extensive background um, working with people from all different types of backgrounds and disabilities, um, I think that's enabled me to really tap into that and hone in to create some really strong relationships and I would even say bonds because I've got um, I've been you know at my the school that I'm at um, I started this whole pilot um, with this school and I've and that was five years ago just at the end of January and I would say there's a number of students that keep coming back to me and they they visit me they email me they text me they call me um, I just had a former student ask me for a reference letter from a couple of years ago. So I'm thrilled uh, to do that for her. And um, yeah, I just, it, you know, it is, it's, it's about meeting everybody individually. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's really nice. Um, Sarah. For me, accommodation is, and it's funny, I look at it from, through two lenses. I look at the support that we provide to our clients, but I also look at it from a management perspective, just in, in supporting my team. And I think it's empowering the individual, whether it's a client, whether it's a staff person, whoever it might be, to sort of tell you what they need. Yeah. Um, and, and to listen and pay attention to their experiences. And I think, you know, once you have that knowledge and that insight into what that person's needs actually are, you know, accommodation to support those needs, it, it becomes a lot more, more, it becomes a lot more simple. And straightforward. Right. Right. Um, and, you know, we sort of try to have those conversations with our employers as well, because for a number of them, accommodation might be a new concept and how to actually go about doing that in a workplace. And just, you know, helping them with the ticks and, tricks and tools of the trade. And here's, some, you know, some accommodations can be so simple that can make all the difference in the world to that individual. Um, so, you know, I think the first misconception is they automatically go big. Oh, my gosh, we're going to have to make all these changes and we can't afford them and we can't do them. And that's not that's not the case most of the time. No, no. Um, so really, it's just keeping that open mind, that non-judgmental approach. Um, be open to learn something from that individual because you will, and just have that you know that basic conversation. Empower them to just share. Tell them what you need or what they need, and uh, and then it's pretty straightforward from there. Wow, 
that's really good. Um, thank you both for sharing that. I think that accommodation is very important um, in meeting people where they are, listening to their live experiences, being able to um, to connect with them, being able to adapt to some of the learning. And adaptability is another thing. Um, yes. When connecting with people and, and, and accommodating is, is knowing how to adjust. Um, and I think that opportunity plays do an amazing job. Um, just being at your organization and, and seeing the work that you do, um, I must say a kudos and commend <laughs> um, to your leadership as well, Sarah, um, that, mm-hmm. that helps um, bring your team to where it is um, and, and, and all that good stuff. Because I've met several of your team um, um, and they are amazing gems um, and they bring a lot of energy um, to um, employment and to community engagement. Um, opportunity place. How do you define opportunity? In, in, in your unique way. And Sarah, I'm going to start with you uh, <laughs> as, as leader and all that good stuff. Yeah. I was funny when you, when I looked at this question and I thought to myself, okay, you know, how do we define it? Cause we use that term every day. It's in our title. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's to me, again, I, I circle back, we look at it or I look at it as a strength based approach. And so the approach to our organization has always been leveraging our um, existing resources to create circumstances that elicit positive change. Right. That's been the big definition for me. That's the kind of the underlying foundation of everything that we do. Um, and in my role in, as management or a leader with the organization, um, and certainly follow following suit by my predecessor who started the organization, it's all about empowering your team and providing the tools that they need to succeed. Right. So that sort of wraps up opportunity for me. Thank you so much, Sarah. Charlene? Opportunity. I would say that is something that I probably say at least once a day in the context of that is what I do. I aim to provide opportunities for youth that encompasses all different sorts of um, events and um, situations where youth may not realize what opportunities are in front of them in terms of our Nova Scotia labor force. So that includes, you know, helping with, like I mentioned earlier, guest speakers that are relevant, um, putting them in front of employers and sector councils, um, taking them out into the community and and going to places like the Trades Exhibition Hall, um, you know, making sure that they are aware of all the different um, opportunities and, and um, occupations in, in uh, demand um, because it never fails. You will always walk into a classroom, young and old, and you'll say, what are the, the top 10 jobs that you can think of? And you're always going to get the same common types of answers. But yeah. there's so many more um opportunities again so uh, like I'm, I'm like a broken record with that I'm like you know there's there's just so many things out there there's a fit for everyone um so I want to make sure that you know about them that's so amazing that you say that you know I always told I grew up with my my parents um in the Bahamas and I will always say Mom, I'm going for an opportunity. I'm going for an op- I don't know what I'm going for, but I'm going for an opportunity. <laughs> and they would always laugh at me and say, what, what are you talking about opportunity? Opportunity always coming out of your mouth, opportunity. I say, yeah, it is. You don't know what the opportunity may present um, What if you don't actually take 
the risk and take the action because um, those opportunities may land really big um, and it's really good. And I'm so happy that both of you are opportunity change makers, someone who continues to um, create opportunities for um, Nova Scotians every day um, tirelessly um, to strive in that way. Um, we always end our podcast with a quote, a word of the day, a saying, um, let's leave on a good note, inspire us, <laughs> inspire us for something that we need to move forward. Um, Shara, I'll let you go first and then, um, Sarah, I'll let you close us out. Um, what, what do you got for us? What do you got for us? Yeah. I don't know if it's anything super brilliant, but, um, I would just say that it is an absolute privilege to be in this role where I can uh, create the opportunities for impact and change and contribute to uh, full participation of youth in our labor force. Um, and it means so much to me, equity, equity, equity is so important. Um, I am ecstatic that I have a black woman as my leader. Um, that is important that we give space to as many folks that represent the wider community as we can. And I think Sarah is absolutely doing that in her own work and how she supports us as staff. So I'm pretty proud. Awesome. And that's, that's hope that, that, that continue to allow us to guide because we have leaders like Sarah and more leaders who allows growth um, and opportunity to, to continue. There you go. I'm saying opportunity. Again. <laughs> we uh, say, it it a say it a lot. Say it a lot. There you go. There you go. Sarah, what, what, what do you got for us? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Um, it's an honor and a privilege as well to to uh, be in this position. Um, I've obviously been with the organization a long time, so I really live and believe in the work that we do and right. the value um, and how in, how integral the, the work is to the community development um, in this area. Um, when I was thinking about my approach to work and some sort of famous quotes that could sort of end this out, I, it was funny. I kept I, falling onto um, Albert Einstein and Steve Jobs, interestingly enough. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about, you know, when we're reading with clients who are dealing with difficulty, you know, one thing we say to them, in, in our own words, of course, but it, this is an Einstein quote, it's in the middle of difficulty lies opportunity. And that's what we do is we help them see the opportunity and the new possibilities Um, that could exist despite the challenges and the hardships that they're experiencing at that time. And when you look at the team of people that do the work that we do, you know, the other thing that comes to mind for me, and again, this is a Steve Jobs quote, the only way to do great work is to love what you do. And I think, and we all love what we do. Yeah. Oh, that is such, that's, that's like, that gives me life right now. And I love, you need to send me that quote, like send me that quote after we get off this, like send me that, because I feel like that's the work um, that's that that's what we're called to do um to be passionate about what we do in, in in order to enjoy it and to have leaders who um is open and and, and be able to be diverse and, and have that diverse perspective really important wow thank you both Sarah and, um, and Charlene for coming on to today's um podcast um it's really good um to share but opportunity place the work that it's doing and the values that it share for community thank you so much for coming on really appreciate it. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. Absolutely. Thanks for having us.
Thank you so much. At the Neighbor Conversations, we bring a lot of different vibrant energy. We bring a lot of different knowledge and education. And today, Opportunity Place brought the opportunity um, to connect, to inspire, to bring motivation. And I hope that when you are engaged in community, that you seek out the opportunities that are in front of you and that lies before you. Have a great day, everyone, and we will see you at the next episode. This podcast is funded by the Government of Nova Scotia.